0: People deluded, I'm back again. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in each and every time. People, we're going to speak about a couple of things. We'll touch towards the end, we'll touch on midweek action, the Europa League and the Champions League. And we'll touch on a couple other subjects. You know me, I like to talk about diverse things and there's not really a structure as such to my podcasts and whatnot. Some of you like that, some of you hate that. First and foremost, we might as well speak about the Premier League action and I guess you all saw on Friday night, Bournemouth beat Southampton three goals to one and you could almost describe it as a smash and grab just a couple brief words obviously from a Bournemouth perspective they had less shots than Southampton they scored more goals and they put in a good effort away from home and walked away with a good three points and that's I swear that's a derby of sorts Southampton and Bournemouth they're not far from each other so you could say that's almost a bragging right sort of thing so yeah, it' more interesting. Oh yeah, before that, Burnley obviously beat Norwich. Everton's woes continue at home and away from home. Sheffield United, a big three points, vital three points to beat them, two goals to nil. You obviously saw um, Spurs drop points to Leicester um, away from home, and Spurs. I heard Spurs have haven't won away from home in the league in eight months if that was Arsenal I can't lie that would, everybody would know that I thought it was a troll people I thought it was a fake statistic and when I found out it was true it was like wow like what's there to be said about Spurs is away form if that's happened since January now obviously in regards to the Leicester game VAR got decisions rightly or wrongly against Spurs and for Leicester so obviously um you can it, does carry on the debate with VAR and that was the case in a couple of games like against Chelsea and Liverpool is it is 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 it something we need because I mean it's a matter of millimetres personally it's annoying people but I still don't think there's consistency but if you if it makes sense I think there's a consistency in that you're seeing these kind of harsh decisions given so if we're gonna find some sort of base level of consistency then I'm all for that Um, I don't know how how practical this is but my friend made a valid point he's like why is it they still why is it then the ref goes to var or whatever it's still just a bunch of people in stockley park why doesn't it like the world cup where they go and see it for themselves forgive me if i'm wrong and it actually does happen but surely that should be more practical um people But strictly speaking, in terms of football in in terms, I think James Madison kept his English credentials, England hopes alive and outside chance of going to the Euros alive with a decent second half display, in my opinion, against Spurs. I feel over 90 minutes, he didn't necessarily play amazing, but he obviously scored the winner. Gazaniga could have done better for me. But um, he played well. Chill, well played. Well, Leicester played well. In in fact, people and Brendan Rodgers keeps up the good work he's done since he's arrived at that club. And who knows if he continues, there might be a position in opening up eventually at Spurs. Because we'll get onto that. Um. We'll get on to Spurge, M- Spurs and, and Pochettino, or Le and Emre. And pot- potentially, if, I know Rodgers has literally just left Leicester, but if a top six position came available, whether it was Arsenal, United or let's say Spurs, surely he would take that, people. Again, he's just joined Leicester and many people would argue potentially he could break into The top four, top six, and very soon with his Leicester squad, with a good striker in Vardy, um, James Madison, Chilwell, Hamza Chudbury as well. Players that have either come from the academy or been sourced from neighbouring clubs and actually present fantastic resale value. Because Chudbury, at this moment in time, I'd say 20 to 30 potentially, I'd say Madison's probably a 50, 60 plus player. The same goes for Madi- um, um, Chilwell and Madison, respectively, similar to Maguire. Maguire flips it on his head because if they went for 80, was well said then? So Leicester will make their money. But they've had a good bunch of, or core cool bunch of players prior, I would say, to Rodgers coming in. Obviously, he's added additions to the side. Perez, who is a bit of a sideways move for him. And a, I don't really see the point in him. He's a decent player, but... Take Leicester to the next level, I don't know, but Leicester have got him to help them. They've got Jamie Vardy, who knows how to score goals. They've got the young English sort of core. They've got Telemans, and they've made some good additions to the squad. So he's obviously comfortable at Leicester, and they're, achieve, they're, they're making good things happen for them. And it looks like for Leicester, potentially, they could have a season to remember of, of sorts. From a Spurs perspective, based on yesterday, I don't know what went wrong for Spurs. Many people are looking at Pochettino tactically and how he started the game and the substitutions. I don't know man Spurs fans will know but watching that game I couldn't I just think Leicester looked on it man I feel the game was really thrown away in the second half cuz Spurs did have opportunities but I don't know man cuz Spurs haven't had the best of weeks if we just look at their Champions League action they were similar to that they were in the in the lead against um against Olympiacos Olympiacos obviously walked away with a point so is there frailty showing at Spurs is there division is there question marks over obviously not necessarily question marks over the manager's immediate future but we all know football works in cycles has that cycle been and gone now Have they, Have they? Has, has Pochettino potentially taken Spurs as, as much as he can and he needs to experience something new the same goes for the players we all know football typically works in three or four years and for the last that period Spurs have been on top they've had a consistency Side, they didn't want no trophies, thank god. But they've had a consistent side, they've been winning stuff, they've got to a Champions League final. They've Kane's got 20 league goals, they've added some quality, they've got main words is consistency. But they haven't won any trophies and maybe Pochettino is frustrated and some of the players um, are as well. Spurs haven't started terrible, but they're going to need to up it. Um, I'm sure you all saw Watford get demolished 8-0 against Manchester City. I mean, Manchester City, I was hoping you get 9 or 10, to be fair with you. It was harsh from a Watford Watford point of view, but... City it was amazing to see I mean Bernardo Silva's just getting a hat-trick because he feels like it it's ridiculous it literally from the first minute to the end is relentless, and God knows how you play against Man City now obviously Man City lost against Norwich last week people were drawing conclusions people are drawing conclusions already people we all know football is a funny game um, Newcastle and Brighton drew drew nil-nil um, We obviously saw Manchester United lose to West Ham. Now, for me, as an outsider looking into Manchester United, I don't know what it is with Arsenal, Spurs and Manchester United, but all of our waveforms are terrible. Um, You could argue all are having problems keeping clean sheets at at this moment in time. You could also add Chelsea into that. But I have to give credit to West Ham, man. I think West Ham, initially they started off a bit timid for me. But once they got through that, they started to be on it, man. I feel Nels played well. F- Felipe Anderson while he was on the pitch. Yarmolenko put a shift in, as did Declan Rice and Noble. I felt Bonio and Diop, they had a couple of nervy moments. so was a bit shaky, but they came through it unscathed. Chilwell obviously scored a beauty of a goal, um... which was the second but from a Manchester United point of view West Ham they obviously worked on it and they were galvanised and they fed off the the energy of the fans and at the end of the day it's a fantastic result to win 2-0 I'm really not trying to downplay West Ham to be honest with you people but from a Manchester United point of view, it's terrible, man. Like I was watching this game with Arsenal in mind because we're playing them next. And some potential weak areas is that Manchester United's back line, they actually get into position very, very early, but it's disjointed. At times, I was seeing Jan Saka centrally, Lindelof out wide. Um, Young was doing something. Maguire was terrible from an aerial position. It's like they, they understand to hold their line, but they're just not aware and it's quite disjointed. I feel from an offensive point of view, I feel Daniel James is decent, but he couldn't do much today. Rashford's confidence looked shot and his decision-making today was terrible. Pereira put in that lovely ball, um, which was it Mata? Mata should have done well, but I don't think Pereira had the best of games. Mata let the game pass him. McTominay was alright for what he offers on the field, people, but all in all Man United were poor. Like, they were poor. There's no way around it. There's, I don't see any philosophy in terms of attacking and that being said, whenever he wants to fit, I have seen some counter-attacking, but I don't really see what Manchester United are trying to do. I don't really try and, I don't really see any players that are really brave, it just seems like people are going through the motions, people don't really have an idea of what to do, and a lot of that is with the players similar to my club people, but a lot of that has to do with the manager, because I don't, I don't see it now, He's Man United have been j- dealt a short a hand in Rashford, came off sadly injured, we, it's someone's health at the end of the day people, we never away from the banter we don't advocate for people to be in Ill, Ill health and i know greenwood's out for tonsillitis and i don't know martial's injury status but from an arsenal point of view that's somewhat positive that in terms of the question marks in this game there's question marks over um fitness levels going into the game at old trafford a place we haven't won since 2006 which i want to do better at now which brings me on to this. While we just pause quickly from the Premier League reviewing sort of things, looking at the Premier League clubs, people. If we look at Oli Solskjaer, the team that was just in question in Manchester United, we look at Pochettino and we look at Uno Emre Now, like I said, let's pause this for a moment. We'll look at Arsenal in depth in a minute, but I would say there's question marks to a certain degree, respectively, at all of these under all of these managers at all their respective clubs. Their situations are not directly identical. For instance, Pochettino's been at Spurs for a a long while... And the question marks for him is really... Can he take this thing forward? Does he have the energy to really kind of rebuild the side again? Because if we look at their defence... They've kind of had to tear it up again... Or they face the prospect of having to... They kind of have to rebuild it with their fullbacks going... Vertonghen and Toby question marks over futures... Question marks over... Well, Vertonghen... Toby went through the whole question marks over playing time... And still hasn't signed a new deal... Vertonghen earlier on in the season... Even where either way, they are getting on a bit, and they'll have to rebuild that. Now, Spurs haven't not on a no banter, but Spurs haven't won any trophies, so they'll have to reinvent themselves. Does Pochettino want to go through that, or he's been linked with Real Madrid and sides like this? Could it be a thing where you've taken Spurs as far as you can? Because no disrespect to Spurs, it's impossible really to see. Any team challenging Liverpool and, and Manchester City right now? There will be a team, but does he have the, the? Does he feel he's taking it as far as he can? He got to the Champions League final. Obviously, they've invested. I didn't think they would spend the sums they did on Bile. and I know Lascelles was on loan, but f- to a fair degree, Celso... But is it enough to bring them to that next level to really let them kind of sit in the conversation with the Liverpools and cities? You'd say no, it does look like it's at breaking point again with question marks over the manager's frustrations and future as every week goes by. Obviously, the old Ericsson staff, the old Toby staff, there's how many players with question marks over their futures? And I'm sure most Spurs fans, ironically similar to Arsenal fans, Out of all the problems with the squad and everything you'd like to achieve with moving forward, the last thing you want to really be harping on about is if players want to be here or not, or the consistent question marks over individuals' futures. It is long, it is tedious, it is quite frankly tiring, people. I'm not going to lie to you, it is very tiring. Um, So they need to sort that out, of course that's not going to be sorted out now, and you look at Ericsson; he'll probably be sorted out in January, or they risk the prospect of losing him for free. Um... You obviously got Oli Golasosha who the more he keeps losing and the more did these defeats keep going on and these inconsistent results. And probably to a degree more and more more and more important than that short term is what is he trying to do? There has to be question marks over his future. Uno Emre, we finally got back to winning ways this week, obviously, against um Ashton Villa, Three goals to two. But we all know Arsenal made that 10 times harder work than it should be, regardless of Arsenal's form or failing to pick up points and whatnot. Again, similar to Oligola Solskjaer, completely different from Pochettino. What is Emre particularly trying to do? Who has he improved? We talk about pragmatism and things like that. Have we improved defensively, Offensively, are we playing to our best potential? What are we trying to do? Are we trying to develop young players? Are we playing in a consistent way? What are we doing? Um... So we won today. But again, there's question marks. There's there's question marks over how not only that, how he's utilising players, his, his loyalty to certain players and just his question marks as to whether he's the man to take Arsenal to the next level beyond just potentially adding some sort of stability into the club right now. Um, It'll be interesting to see who potentially loses their job first out of them, but you probably have to throw Marco Silva of Everton into that as well, the more that them results there keep going on, people. I don't feel any of these managers will be sacked midway through the season, but you never know. I feel Poch is the least likely. His would probably be him leaving. But it is what it is in that regards, people. Oh, bad. Apologies, people. I need some water. Oh, and that good old Sainsby's value war. Um, where was we now back to the Premier League action people now Wolves and Crystal Palace drew 1-1 that was a decent game to be fair for the neutrals we might as well speak about Arsenal's three goals to two's victory against Aston Villa Like, like I just alluded to people we made it 10 times harder work than it needed to be as an Arsenal fan you know this we made it hard work we wouldn't be Arsenal if we didn't make these things hard work from an Arsenal perspective for me We've got three points, we live to fight another day people, that's what it comes down to, we literally live to fight another day, we're back to winning ways in that, obviously against Spurs, against Watford and against Liverpool, for one reason or another, we dropped seven points, or I would say we dropped seven points. We've got manchester united at the end of the month we need to give ourselves the best insurance and we've got the three points against villa going into that game against united like i said earlier we haven't won there since 2006 in the league last year we should have won that but we can't deals with coulds and shoulds and whatnot the facts are defensive mistakes and inability to concentrate led to us being defeated in that game people Will the players learn their lessons of old and, and fix up for next games and stuff? I don't know, but that's it. Um, But back to United, obviously, with Arsenal versus United, with the pressure potentially over both managers, you don't know how that's going to go. So we needed to win. Fantastic on one hand to come back, to show character, to come back, to do all of these positive connotations. But... If we're real, Arsenal made it 10 times harder than it had to be, people. We have to be 100% honest with ourselves. We made it 10 times harder than it had to be. There was no need for that, really and truly. Obviously, again, it's another game where we fail to follow midfield runners. Again, if we look at the second goal, Wesley's not a a midfielder, of course, but look at his run. He's picked up too late. He darts to the front post and he puts it in. What makes that goal even more frustrating, people, is that we were in the lead for three min. I mean, we drew level in the game for three minutes. So for me, what does that tell you, people? The game old saying, age old saying. Sorry, is you're most vulnerable when you've just con- when you've just scored. Sorry, where is the game management? Where's the people there thinking? And don't get me wrong, we no one was overexcited. You saw, you saw um, Pepe jog back when we scored. Um, Going and um going and putting the ball at the spot, but what is said around amongst these players? Who is saying, "Okay, boys, let's not try anything stupid. Let's remain compact. Let's remain rigid, and let's take it from there, really and truly." And the way we conceded was frustrating, and it shows to me we're headless chickens. I look at Saka, I look at Young to a degree, maitland nelson and even to a degree, not because of exp- not because of games played, but his his age guendolzi these guys should be showing certain things but how can i expect them to know what to do or we'll search to them for answers when i see and just i'm just gen- generally quoting now the Jacques, the the socrates today was terrible in my opinion the um david Luiz is these players that have played for club and country significant times if they're looking like headless chickens what can be said what can be said people the first goal McGinn gave us warning signs how many efforts did leno do well to save for McGinn? McGinn makes a... I can't remember who played McGinn the run, the ball, but it's a lovely run from McGinn. And David Luiz and Gwendolzy, not just them two, but I just remember them two, they're unaware of the midfield runner. And this is a theme that has been with us for a while now, in particular last three years, including Wenger's last year, and contributes as to a reason as to why we're not getting back to where we want it to. So we made it harder work, people. At one point, especially being... Being behind Maitland now is obviously with the red people. I'm sure a lot of you was thinking the worst, like I was. Like, oh, is it going to be one of these games today? Yeah, where we're going to make this 10 times harder. Um, and, and we did make it 10 times harder. We got let off because of, I can't lie, because of Aston Villa. They Aston Villa did well today, but they let themselves down because of the fine margins. And this shows the difference between the Premier League and the Championship. Because if you look at, not to name drop him, is its it... Is it Bernal's or something, I can't remember the centre-half's name, but he gave away a free kick in which Aubameyang put in, and he gave away the penalty people. If you look at Chambers' goal, from a Chambers' point of view, it's fantastic that he's fighting, but these players are switching off. If you look at Aston Villa versus Spurs at the start of the season, Aston Villa could have walked away with it, but they let themselves down and allowed Spurs to pile pressure on them. So Aston Villa are a side that make mistakes and no disrespect to them are a championship side playing in the Premier League right now until they show otherwise so they were gonna make these mistakes and we got away with it if we do this against even Man United in the poor form they've been in or any other half decent side no disrespect to Villa you can forget about it people and it is concerning because we have not looked convincing in any fashion against Aston Villa or Watford people we haven't started off in the front foot in any capacity in either game in both games we've got completely not just over ran in midfield but outclassed and outplayed even when arsenal you go back five years ago people when arsenal were really going through banner, we used to play football of course i want to win titles and stuff but if you're going to play for this club a core principle is to be good on the ball and be brave on the ball people that doesn't mean dancing past people that means being technically assured and we have got the players for that but we're not playing like that are the players scared potentially yes a lot of that is down to the coaching people because again today Obamian is isolated in getting the ball in wide areas, which if you're an Aston Villa fan, I mean player, sorry, you don't mind him getting the ball in them positions because he can't threaten you. Offensively, we really are selling ourselves short, people. I feel Saka did well and he was unlucky to get subbed. Potentially, he's the easiest one because he's young to get substituted because of the context of the game. And again, it was a red card. But I feel Saka was positive. It took him about 10 minutes or so to wake up, but I feel he was positive. And he's again, he's someone that wants to play. If he plays his cards right, he could potentially lock down that left-hand flank for himself at the moment because Nelson obviously got a chance against Newcastle and Burnley and didn't have the best, worst of games, but wasn't necessarily amazing. Saka got his chance against Frankfurt and took it. And Saka should have had a couple today and, like I said, was a bit anonymous at times, but he had a decent 45 minutes before he was substituted. I feel Gwendolzzi... Put his heart out. And this is why I can't understand why some Arsenal fans get him. Yes, he's frustrating, but he's someone who gets it, people. He's hitting the poles. He's getting into handbags. He's trying to make things happen. Of course he's frustrating, people. But he's trying to make things happen. I've got a lot of time for dozy. But it, we, we, I'm not gonna lie. I'm very concerned as an Arsenal fan based on how we played. We got at the end of the day we won three two. a uh, shut up about it. I um, can watch match of the day like I'm doing right now. F- fans of my uh, my friends that support fan um, that support other clubs can't really get at us because they've either lost today or tch, ain't no one really listening to Liverpool. I really care what Liverpool have to say as much as as good as they they are doing at the moment. But it is concerning, it is concerning, making it harder to work than it needs to be, hard men like Socrates going down on the floor pretending to be hurt, defensive not being switched on from midfield runners, don't really, obviously second half I feel we really had to had a go at things, but not really starting on the front foot and testing keepers, Aston Villa probably came here, like you saw, there wasn't much space initially in the initial periods in the game, there weren't much space in particular, it looked like a game where it's going to be an eye of a needle sort of pass to unlock stuff. With that being said, we should be more on the front foot. And I, as much as the players are poor at times, I have to look at management people. What are we instructing our players to do? Do you get it? What are we telling our players to do? How are they going about it? Do you get it, people? Um so it is it is what it is in, in that regards. Um so that's in regards to the pre, that's in regards to the Premier League. We might as well look at the Premier League table now and see what it says. Apologies you looking here, though. Why is it not going on silent? Oh, well. Premier League table, mate. Apologies, people. Yeah, so the Premier League table on 18 points is Liverpool. 13 is City. Ooh, Leicester are third um, with 11. We're tied with Leicester on 11 points in fourth. Arsenal back in fourth. Remember when people used to make jokes about that? West Ham are fifth. Bournemouth are sixth. Spurs are seventh. Hopefully United stay for the rest of the season in eighth. Burnley at 9th, 10th for Sheffield, Lampard, are ele- Lampard's Chelsea men are 11th, Palace at 12th, Southampton at 13th, Everton 14th, Brighton 15th, Norwich 16th, 17th goes goal to-, to Newcastle, and the relegation is filled up of, N- of Aston Villa in 18th, Wolves at- in 19th, and Watford are still rock bottom with two points. Mad thing. Um, Wolves, boy many people would have thought Wolves would have been where Leicester is or in and amongst that sort of pack. So it's not too late to get to start doing that, but you have to wonder what's going on potentially at Wolves because they were, like I said, they were tipped to be up there, people. Um, so it, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. We might as well flick back to the Champions League. The Champions League results, people, quickly. Now, I really should have written down my feelings in regards to the Champions League. If I remember correctly... I, see, I, Sevilla in the Europa League or the Champions League. I think they're in the, I think they're in the Europa League. But I saw Hernandez score a free kick this week, people, in the Europa League. I saw Munir play well in the Europa League. We might as well speak about the Europa League as well. Um, what else did I see? I saw Cal- Calvin Stegs of, of AZ Alkmaar, who I told you is a decent player. Clubs need to look at play quite well for AC Alkmaar. And is it young Baidu the striker? He scored as well. He's what nineteen or so years of age. Someone that will get a move in a couple of years. The Europa League threw up couple good couple good results and fixtures and all them things. But briefly going back to the Champions League, I know you all saw PSG versus Real Madrid. People, Madrid. I know they've won today, but from what I'm reading, they made hard work of it. I don't know what's going on at Madrid. I don't know what's going on at Madrid. I don't know what's going on at Madrid. The fact that PSG wiped them to the floor without Neymar or Kylian Mbappe, 3-0, in their own backyard, in, in PSG's backyard in Paris, is crazy, people. That was a crazy game. Di Maria was a man inspired... Um Bale got denied a good goal and obviously I believe Benzema was denied a goal. Um Idrisana Gade from the the Everton lad now at PSG played his socks off. I think Makinhos was well. I don't understand why PSG bought Sarabia. He's not good enough people. But they played quite well, man. And obviously they mocked it in the 90th minute with Munir. That was probably the shock of the week for me. By Munich kept it moving. Um I know Juventus won in the league this weekend, but didn't they choke against um, Atletico Madrid? Good fight back from Atletico in the second half. Scored two goals in the last 20. Um, Dani Almo of Zagreb played quite well, and he's someone that will probably get moves, the young lad. Um, City were perfect again against Shakhtar. That was a good game to watch. It was nice to watch um, Atsu, I cannot say his name, Atsu Fante, the young um, Barcelona 16-year-old, seeing him starting the Champions League people. Um, obviously, it was a nil-nil game against Dortmund, but it was a decent game for the neutrals of sorts. It's always nice to see Spurs drop points, people. I mean, they were winning. They 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 were two goals up against Olympiakos, and they drew two-two away from home. So, like I said, it's not been the best of weeks. Werner was a man on fire in the in 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 the clash against um, Benfica with Leipzig. He scored two goals, and he scored didn't he score a hat trick or so not too long ago in the league. So. Werner's a man who I swear his contract's running up very soon for, for Leipzig. They might have to cash in. You've heard Liverpool are interested, so who knows. Ajax made light work of of, of Leo. And I actually watched um Ajax versus Leo in the youth gen, the, the teenage competition. And people, Onovo is a baller. We need to be buying Univer, man. He's he should stay at, P, at Ajax. He's got a good thing going. You saw him excel in the Futures Cup. See him excel now. He's gonna be a baller, man. They got him, they got Sanjay. Is it Sanjay or Hanjay, the young winger? They've got um they got a young centre half I'm gonna do a vid on. I think I've done his name, but Ajax got some ballers, people. I just thought I'd mention that. Obviously obviously Napoli beat Liverpool and it's sad to hear Robertson apparently disabled his Twitter account due to abuse. Chelsea dropped points, obviously, against Valencia losing one goal to Nils. Nice to see Gabriel and cockling our former gooners out there. Jeffrey and Adley looked quite lively against Zenit Saint Petersburg, as um, Leon's blushes were saved. Obviously, they would have lost that. Inter Milan dropped points, and obviously, Inter Milan won the Italian, the, the Milan derby this week. Atlanta were brushed aside 0 as well, people, and they had a terrific run last season because I was watching that on Free Sports to the Champions League and obviously they've got Zupata and players like that who are back to get moves but it's going to be it's going to be tougher than people really and truly and this is the harsh world of it um if I quickly quickly flick over to the Europa League obviously you saw fantastic moment for Mason Greenwood people to score for Manchester United it's a shame he missed out of the league he missed out in the league in terms of league action due to tonsillitis but it's fantastic Again, similar, well, they lost to West Ham, but they didn't look convincing in any in any capacity against that them part-timers they played. Like I said, it's nice for Greenwood and the young players, but apart from that, they weren't good enough. From an Arsenal perspective... It was a fantastic sort of performance, by the scare being scared occasionally by Frankfurt. It was definitely a better performance than we played in a while in the Premier League. Lovely from Saka to obviously get a goal and two assists, and he deserved to start again in the league this week. Um, it's nice to see the young players getting game time. If you're United or an Arsenal fan or part of their organisation in terms of professionally working at the club, you expect these results. You expect to. Your C team should be able to go out there and get out of these groups respectively. And anything less than the final is essentially failure. Now, ideally, both clubs want to qualify for the Champions League via the top four places, or they should. But this is the way the cookie crumbles, people. Um, Roma obviously made light work of that um, That Turkish team. I watched Gent beat St Etienne. um braga looked good against wolves people and there's one player i was looking at from braga i started to do research is it galendo he was wearing an odd number like number 90 i think he's 20 21 years of age people he's someone i'm gonna try and follow he looked quite positive and this is how i find out about players people simply just by watching football espanol drew rangers i'm mean, not rangers celtics rangers won but celtics drew one one with renz that was a decent sort of game I already told you about Seville and Hernandez scoring a free kick. I didn't think he had that in his locker, people, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, briefly moving on to some not exactly positive news, people, but um, if you heard that click, I actually don't know why the tab's coming up. Apparently, a game that Florentino were in was haunt, was halted due to racist chanting. Syria. Oh, let me type this in quickly, people. Florentina FC. Why is it not doing it? It's not finding me the article people and it's not coming up on my laptop which is very annoying. As you can hear I'm trying to I think the people I just think it was the latest whatever the latest Whatever the latest Florentina game is, it's not coming up on Sky Sports, but whoever Florentina played, a player was racially abused. And I think the game was halted, people. I'm trying to find it because it's actually annoying me like i had that you know the ones there you got the article lined up people and it's and it doesn't and it doesn't and it and, it, and it's and it gone i think it's gone people i've tried but um apparently a game was halted in italy due to racist charting for the duration and the context i obviously don't have a clue but um it is it is well it is well it is and it just seems to be more of the same and if it's being stopped for whatever reason again i don't know the context oh i found it people. here we go FIFA president president Gianni Alfatano has urged the Italian FA to hand out stadium bans to fans guilty of racism after the latest incident on Sunday. This relates to Henrique Delbert being racially abused during an Italian Serie A game. The game suffered a brief suspension during the 2-2 draw between Atlanta and Florentina the referee ordered a warning to be read over the stadium loudspeaker after a chance appeared to be made by Atlanta fans towards Florentino fullback Delbert. near the half-hour mark. The, Italian, the Brazilian player had stopped and looked in the direction of the chance before speaking to the referee. So I must admit, people, big up to the referee because it is quite—it can be an uncomfortable position. I do, in an ideal world, hopefully. Like to think everybody would stand up for what is wrong and what is right, um, and and speak about it accordingly. But most people don't simply have the balls to. And again, without knowing the context, nice to see the ref or whoever is involved felt fit to mention it and felt fit to kind of raise the attention and raise, uh, try and make it. We all we all know walking off the pitch or halting it or in in whatever context isn't going to stop it. So at least if we can inconvenience people. All I can say to Delbert is at this point, hold your head. We know racism is deeply ingrained within Italian football and it isn't going to change. So it is what it is. Pardon me. Ask Lukaku. Ask just about any player who has played there. Hopefully what happens, um, what needs to happen will happen accordingly. Kind of following on from that theme, people. Peter Beardsley, some of you will be old enough to remember him playing football. Under-23's coach previously at Newcastle has been banned in all capacities of footballing relating to earlier in the year the racial abuse allegedly of Newcastle United youth players in which they went to the go ape thing you know the climbing thing people and he said that players of African origin basically he would... There was players potentially of afro, Afro-Caribbean, afro Black African heritage. He would say they're used to this. Um, he would make just, just several jokes along them lines and say several inappropriate comments along them lines. And that is degrading. It does make you feel humiliating. It is simply bullying. It is outdated. We can sit here and say he's an old man. He's stuck in his ways. It could have been banter. If it made them feel uncomfortable, it made them feel uncomfortable. So hopefully this eight-month, 32-week um Period band that he's going under will make him think. He's been ordered to do a face to face course by the FA, which I assume is some sort of racism tick box educational class. He will find a job again within football. Football is an old guards club and very clicky, so the 58 year old will be able to find a role. Um, but it is quite sad. I mean, he even heard incidences people of him questioning a player's real age or a, a player of this origin, and we all know the connotations with being black and being physically superior to certain players. Like we've all seen them six foot plus black, like huge people ask, are you the same age, uh, and what not, people. And it is quite sad. So what's done is done. Hopefully, he has a long time to think about it. Doesn't seem apologetic or anything. He still denies that he used words such as monkey, etc. So. It is what it is, man. Moving back to football in terms, though, it was obviously nice to see Hector Bellerin and Kieran Turney complete an an hour against Wolves under-23s. And my personal hope is that they will be included in some capacity in the game midweek against Forest. Um, and then I can hope for them to both start against Man United away. away. It's probably a big arc but We're at a push now, people. Um, I would like them both to start against Forrest, but I strongly doubt they will. Um, I'd love to see Tyrese John-Jules start. I feel Obamian should be on the bench purely if we require him. But between Balogun and Tyrese John-Jules, they've both been in good form. I think how much is... I can't remember Tyrese John-Jules' goal return, but it's quite healthy this season. I know for a fact Balogun's is six goals, six six games played, four assists, so they're both on fire potentially with with Obamian's injury with us potentially having other priorities currently is that an area we look at and an area we look at to rest players i'm keen to see who he throws out there because Mavropanos looks fit playing with the 23s holding was working his way back to fitness but hasn't been involved recently so i don't know what's happening in regards to him um Callum Chambers has been playing quite well so i'd love to see certain players get game time people if i had to do my lineup in the event that Kieran Turney and Bellerin can't play I'd go with a 4-3-3 I would go with Martinez in goal I would go with Callum with Maitland-Niles I'm not sure of the extent of his injury but Callum Chambers might have to do a rob for me, a job for me at right back so I'd go with Callum Chambers at right back I'd go with Holden and Mustafi at center half Mustafi this is a dead rubber game we need to rest players or in fact, if I'd go with Holden and Mavropanos, but again, I don't know their fitness status, but if they are fit and able to play, that would be it. If not, let's just go with Holden and Mustafi. Tierney would play at left-back, but I'm going to go with Kalajanac in midfield. Lucas Torreira can't buy a game to save his life in the Premier League right now, so I'd go with him in the Premier League. I mean, him in the central midfield, along with Joe Willock. I think Emil Smith-Rowe, he played on the right in the Europa League. I feel he would welcome a to play in the ten position, so I'd play him in the ten. I'd go Reese Nelson on the right, Tyrese John Jewel slash Balleghan through the middle, depending on his fitness. Because he got 45 minutes today, he obviously got 90 or I swear he got 90 against um Frankfurt in the week. He's 18. We need to be careful with him. Is Saka now? Saka would start for me. If for whatever reason he can't, then I'd go with Martinelli people. We need to remember he's still physically growing and things like that and developing as a young man, let alone a professional footballer. So we need to take our time with him. But Saka does look special, man. Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, Reece Nelson, they do look special, man. They really look special. Martinelli hasn't had much game time, hasn't been playing 23s to keep up match fitness, so he's somewhat seen as first team level. We'd love to see him get chances, man. But I'm not working with him week in, week out to kind of know what he offers. I feel Nelson, we've kind of seen Saka take him, his place in the pecking order. That will kind of get the best out of him in a game against Norwich. Um, not not in the forest, sorry. Emil will welcome playing in the ten. I feel Tyrese John-Jules is the perfect opportunity to try and get some game time and show Emre you can be counted on in Lacazette's absence. Joel Willock should return and Torreira should return. I feel Harry Clark should be on the bench, man. The young centre half in, at Arsenal, um, just based on merit. Um, to be fair with you, if Ben Cottrill based on merit as well, Balogun would be on the bench if he isn't going to start for me too. But you'd like to think, no disrespect to Forest, whatever team we go out there and play should be good enough to go out there and get a result, regardless. I'm not trying to disrespect them. We've got two, well, we've got one game in a week. The majority of our players will be rested. Jacka will probably sit this one out. And on the topic of Xhaka, people, it is, I don't know where I stand on the booing thing, because obviously you heard the cheers as he was subbed. Now, he was playing terrible, and fans are allowed to do that. But I do feel sorry for players, man, and I am always worried about the psychological effects that has on players. Now, I'm at the point where it's not Xhaka's fault he's starting. I know he has the criticism, but Emre's playing him out there. It's evident, like it was today and Watford. We lack dynamism in the midfield, and a big reason is that is because he's not athletic enough. He's not athletic enough. He's not got the mindset necessarily of someone that wants to play deeper or wants to be deeper. He's described himself as a false 10. Um, He doesn't really have defensive awareness, so you can see how he frustrates fans. And to be fair, I like Xhaka, but that the, the Xhaka experience or experiment better yet seems to be over, and it seems that we should keep it moving from there. Part of me and a lot of people feel... If he goes to Italy or back to Germany where the league is slower, he can go and do his thing in that regards. But right now, it isn't going to happen for him and it hasn't happened for a while. We we need dynamism and for me, you go Torreira, Guendouzi and another midfielder if you're not going to bring in a Ceballos or whatever. But the minimum requirement is that they all have to be on it like that, people. They all have to be able to cover a lot of ground and I don't feel Xhaka gives us that. I feel you've got to look at playing Callum Chambers in in centre-half now, people, because Louise has been poor, but he wasn't poor today, but it's another game where Socrates just hasn't looked convincing, and he hasn't looked convincing for me, personally, since preseason has started. Again, we know that him and Louise was always a short-term fix, but in football, at times, you get what you pay for. Short-term fixes can sometimes have long-term damaging consequences, and it might be time to blood Chambers in and give him a chance. And it does make me wonder how... Again, we know Saliba has a lot of potential, but could Saliba, could it not have been worth... Again, he's going to develop out of the microscope, and I've said why I believe he should have stayed. But again, could it have been worth pl- working with our young defenders, trying to coach them versus these sort of players? Because, yeah, you can say they're experienced, but on one hand, they're liabilities. We know what we get with Louise, And if you didn't, you've seen it two games in a spin now. Um... But yeah, in regards to United, we need to get three points. And whatever team loses, there's going to be question marks over their manager. But we've, Arsenal have done what they need to do to get three points. It's so obviously nice to see other teams have lost and whatnot people. But really and truly, there's not much more to be said. I forgot to touch on Chelsea versus Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool were expected to win. And Chelsea, another game where Chelsea did threaten and go forward and things like that, ultimately didn't put in the back of the net. Liverpool one of the best sides in terms of defending set-pieces and utilising set-pieces. And it was quick thinking from Trent Arnold. And it was a set-piece also um, that allowed Firmino to score. So on one hand, there is a lot of work to be done from Lampard defensively. Because a big part of defending is how you defend set-pieces. if them set-pieces don't happen, or if you defend better, potentially the result is different. But as I always say, we can't deal with ifs and buts. We can only deal with the facts. And the facts are they were defeated. But it's been a lovely podcast, people, man. We're just going to wrap it up. There's not much more for me to say and add, so I'm going to get out of your hair. Make sure you check out all my YouTube content. Make sure you're following all my socials. All links are in the description of this podcast. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much for listening, people. Deluded, I'm out. People, deluded, I'm back again. I've just finished football on Sunday with my guy. I mean, if you follow me on Snap, you would know what D looks like by now. But, yeah, he doesn't really necessarily give a crap about like, yeah yeah you don't care about podcasting and all these things You're just supporting the man. them trying to help me make my content what's the right word verified or something like different the <laughs> diverse is the right word and all them sort of things there um so yeah he's a spurs fan and it's been an interesting premier it's been an interesting week in football in general as you've seen by my podcast at this point it's been an interesting week in regards to the premier league we've seen arsenal come back from behind not in a convincing fashion against Villa Spurs lose again on top of a disappointing result To say the least in their draw in the league I mean in, in the Champions League Chelsea played played Liverpool and lost And I'm missing someone else out someone. United also lost um, 2-0 to West Ham Which is a big, big result for West Ham and the sh- do, do we say shock at this moment when United lose no, their games? It's not really a shock, a shock is it? Not shock. It's not a shock It's not a shock at all But obviously you're a Spurs fan how do you feel this week in particular because like i just said you was 2-0 up or so forgive me if i'm wrong against um olympiacos or whoever in the in the in the champions league we almost dropped there in the champions league before drawing 2-2 and then obviously Again, mid, again at the weekend in the Premier League, you had, uh, you had three points in your hand and you've walked away with nothing away from home. And you're away from, i seen, I didn't even believe it. I thought someone was trolling. You, you haven't won away from home for eight months yeah. in the league yeah. like, since January. It's shocking for a top four side. Shocking? As we call ourselves a top four side, that's, like, that's
1: <laughs> That's very bad for Arsenal
0: stats. The <laughs> Arsenal stats. Yeah, no, it's true because no, that's what I mean. Because when it's us, it's well publicized. How yeah, come public yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. kept quiet? United's thing is kept quiet. It's only us. But how do you feel in particular about this week? Like, been two poor results. Is it? Is it? Is it the manager's tactics? Is it the players' loss of form? Is there concerns in the dressing room? I think it's a bit
1: of both. To be honest, like, mm. I'm not happy with Pochettino at the moment because why? Because we're winning games. Like, how, how, why is why is he not? Why are we not? Um, Holding, holding victories and
0: seeing out leads. Yeah, seeing yeah.
1: out leads for 90 minutes. Like it's, it's, it's appalling. Especially mm. against Leicester, where like, to be honest, the game was very, very open. Very mm. open. All he had to do, and I, I he made the wrong choice. But yes, we're one nil up, um, and and. He brought on one Yama. I'm thinking, what, what kind I of... I thought one?
0: you man sold him, Yeah, Yeah, so I thought I, thought I thought he, he went was gone. <laughs> I, I don't know where
1: he went. I thought he went to a number class, I'm sure I saw the yellow bar. <laughs> yellow bar, sky <is laughs> yeah, not know? I'm sure he was gone. I'm like, I'm sure he's putting on one Yama. I'm thinking, what, what's this guy doing, Like, Why are we not going out there and bringing on another attacker? He should have brought on Ericsson a bit sooner than he did. Mm. And just go out there, because the game was open. All he had to do was... Taken, yeah, it? He, was, he was playing balls in behind players. That's
0: all we needed to do. I mean, I'm not a Spurs fan, but obviously I'm with you, no one else all the time, and all the other men are not Spurs fans. And just as an outsider looking in again, I don't know, but it seems like I keep hearing that language with Pochettino and tactics. He got it wrong. He should have done this. He should have done that. Yeah. When I when someone describes Pochettino to me, I think of passion and all them things, but I also think tactically master, master tactician. I've never, I've never had that. So I've never seen that from. You the think Spurs the cracks are peeling
1: or something? He's never been a master tactician.
0: Oh shit. Never I know he doesn't necessarily play. have a style of play, but that's what I would nah, have done.
1: This guy, he refuses. He brings on players far too late. He, he, he does bring on players, but he's—I he, think he's seen it too late, and he's—he's he's far too defensively minded. He's never got in good. general, yeah, in general. You, like last season, or I think it was last season, we started playing five at the back. Mm. Like all the other teams playing five at the back. Like when we starting starting at home playing five at the back, like what?
0: You don't want to see this. You don't want to see this. Mm. We used
1: to be attacking the team. We used to play high press.
0: High intensity. A high intensity uh, your wing, yeah, your four, it, yeah. win- more or less some serious wing backs. We had
1: wing backs and then we was pressing high, trying to win the ball back. That's what that's what we was about. And it, then he started off that ball play um possession and started um, playing at the back mm. um keeping the ball but uh, do you feel I don't know what he's trying
0: to do at the moment He hasn't true. got a style He hasn't got a style, yeah Do you feel in particular Like, Obviously we both know football works in cycles And the Spurs lads have been together For what, let's say three to five years The core of them Yeah, you've had sold some people sold But Poggettino, he's stamped his authority on the team He's kind of moulded it Do you feel to a degree with the way you're playing at the moment, the, the way you form, the question marks, like you said, over Pochettino, the question marks over players' futures. Do you feel to a degree the cycle is over in that Pochettino could potentially leave or several players could go and you kind of have to inject some new youth or just new players in general? Just, I guess, new. let's just umbrella it as new energy of into that side. I don't think it's new players. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's new players,
1: as you say. I think we need to get rid of some players. Here like- in particular, you get rid of? Like like the ones that say they need to leave like all the, the world. Erickson's, every is, every year, every summer, every window. Literally. They keep coming out saying they wanna leave. Ericsson's Ericsson's one of them now. Danny Rose is one of them now. Even though he, they're playing well for us. But you just wanna kinda of get yeah, rid of get we away need, with all yeah, them. need to get rid of them. We need people who yeah. they're fighting for their place every week. You guys aren't fighting for their place. Mm. They're not worried of, they're not worried about their place in the team. Just they're
0: just about their peas yeah, and whatnot.
1: They're just worried about their, their, their futures looking on. What else they can do in their career. And like that's not necessarily like, not wrong, what they can yeah. do, not looking at what they can win at Spurs. Mm.
0: Do you think, Fingy? Do you think Poch will leave at the end of the season?
1: Yeah, or before? Pot- potentially. I, 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 wouldn't, I would I would. like it, but. ra I, I would like him to leave. Why? Because. A Spurs fan wants Pochino to leave. Yeah, I would want him to leave, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? For the viewers, like, why? I know. What? I know. You can say Oh he's, take, he's taking us to a definite. Top yeah, four definite four
0: level levels makes us as an Arsenal awesome fan genuinely scared top of Spurs in the last few years. Yes, but Champions need, League final. Yeah, but we need a we, giving we, you Harry Kane.
1: We need win, we need winners like. He's You're mo- a mess. <laughs> we need winners. Like, he's clearly had his chance. He's clearly had his chance. He's been there for a few seasons. He's had his money. Can't in take his- it to the next level. Yeah, he's it? had his money in transfer window. That's
0: hard. Money in transfer. Come on, Dale, man. Come he's, on had, down. He's, had, he's had his money. He's How, had- though? This year? Um, then, and then end on La with if La permanent. permanently... Yeah,
1: I can see that's why he was crying as well to to, to the managers to spend more, spend more. But I think we've, we've spent all right. It's not... it's, not it's, it's that the thing for like, him now, isn't it? Yeah, it's... And, and, and the thing is, we're we we're, we're scoring goals. We're we getting an advantage in games. It's, it's down to management of the players' mentality to why we're not holding up games. Oh, why no. are you not defending for your life? Yeah, yeah. Why are you not and Why are you not? Yeah. Why are you not focused? That's what happened When he first came Like we was doing that with lacking pa- it, Kyle Walker was making All these mistakes and stuff And but, he patterned it
0: Yeah That's why I think To a degree it Is it the end of the cycle I do think I do honestly believe Not just for Poch But even when you saw Zidane to a degree Before he came back to Madrid I feel ple- Sometimes you can only go yeah. So long before Like with The same the squad same, Yeah not even yeah, The same squad But for me it's the same Like the same voice you got to think about it As a coach Like the same voice Potentially if he gets A new group of players They'll react different Potentially a new manager Will make them react different I, I kind of get you you loosely not with Poch but you loosely feel how Arsenal fans feel in a sense of if I, I got question marks over Emery, but is kind of someone I've seen here to add quote unquote stability before you go for someone a bit more of a winner mm, yeah. a bit more proven a bit more radical in their decisions so who would you go for?
1: See I don't, I, I don't know You like, don't know you just know what you want innit? Yeah, yeah I don't know like, I don't know what Spurs want to do do we want to go down the route where we go for an experienced manager <laughs> That he's he's played at big clubs, or do we want to go again for another young manager who's going to try and build his young players? I
0: think that's what, I think not just you, I think that's what we, I think that's how football's going now. I think, unless it's the other, we can sit here and say, just in general, of all clubs, the Allegri's, the, you know, all of these guys, but I think that's where football's going now. You say that, because I think Arsenal are genuinely going to get Arteta or Lombard one day. You
1: say that, but I don't think it's true because. Pep Guardiola does not do that he doesn't bring through these young players I, like, No, that's like what I said there's says. exceptions to the rule Pep Klop, Klopp doesn't do that yeah Klopp he, really okay, yeah. he, he doesn't he, like his squad isn't full of young young players that he's bringing mm. through the ranks these are, these are developed players and he's bringing through he's picking the right the right players that's the what right I'm saying ones, yeah. even at Man City they've got the right the right, the right pick, additions yeah that. picking through that's what that's what i'm saying like man united clearly have no idea what they're no doing idea,
0: yeah how long do you think ollie's gonna get because obviously they've lost to palace now they've drawn to southampton they've lost to west ham they've got to play us obviously they can beat us so our way format old trafford is poor to say the least but if arsenal gets something more than two more than a point there surely there's not much of a way ollie could stay on because i mean obviously similar to i guess potch say Oli, he got backed, but he didn't get backed. Who did they really bring in? Really, they got Maguire, but who really came in to kind of you can say, "Wow, he's gonna?" Yeah, but you can't
1: say that. Looking at the, how much money they spend. Yeah,
0: no, no, there's no way around that. They spend money. They want big money. They should be doing stuff, but it's like I just feel. He, on one hand, he's given a poison chalice. There's not really much he can do. But on the other hand, I can't have sympathy because he put himself into that role. And plus, he's—I don't really think he's improving it. When he was what they've won, they've won like two in the last eight or something, or even worse than that now. When mm. people, when he first got the role, people saying Oli at the wheel will and this comeback and all of this. I don't think he's the guy long term. It's fun in games when you say. Man United and all the buzzwords, but what does he actually offer? Surely, oh, yeah, do, who, do, who do you think will get sacked first? Because there's Poch. I don't nec- I don't necessarily feel Poch will get sacked. I feel it might be a, an agreement towards the end of the season. Yeah. Part of me feels that with Emre, but I personally believe that my club Emre can get the sack And then there's only Gola the Solskjaer. You like Poch won't
1: go into Spurs. I've definitely got someone there yeah. ready, ready to just step someone in to it. do that. Yeah, it? step in at any time. I don't think I don't think we're we're at that stage now where we're 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 um, we're looking to get Poch out. To force out. I, it, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Spurs like that. I w- I'm just saying I would personally <laughs> like it to move on. But there's um, almost the Madrid. I think all of, Solskjaer's next, but I think I think United have to be patient. Have they to, have to give someone a have try give, now, in it. At least at least a season,
0: but yeah, but, uh, but yeah. How how How, often, how, how bad, is it? It? How bad how, is it? How much do you keep going with someone that clearly is not the guy? Like. How bad does it got to get for you? As because we're both not we don't support Man United. How bad for me if we lose our next two games? Then I've got to look at Oli going. The problem is who goes in that position for the year. If they go to Christmas
1: and they're like 15 points behind top or something,
0: then I think top four. I don't want to rule out anyone because I don't feel Arsenal's going to get top four. I feel you lot have now been poor. I think us Chelsea United and 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 yeah, you lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm missing someone else. I think we're all in that sort of mix for top four because we're I all kind of being team, about... What do, you think, what do you think,
1: as you said, you wanted to bring up Leicester? What do you think about Leicester?
0: Nah, I don't think Leicester... I think Leicester would have a good season, a convincing finish, but I just I just think maybe... I say lack of experience. At the end of the day, some of them won the league. I just don't feel they'll have be able to get through it, man, because they're up for the big games. Again an outside an actual Leicester fan might be able to say different, but as an outsider looking in, we see their good results in big games. But you mm. see Leicester when you know when you watch match of the day and they're playing like yeah. Burnley, but Burnley, they'll lose that and sign.
1: Even, even Spurs playing, I thought we could easily smash Leicester. Leicester That's what I'm saying. Leicester, you just won that yet. Leicester only started playing like like putting pressure on us in the last twenty minutes. I even think people gas up
0: Madison's performance. Like Madison, Madison play, was he didn't No, okay. nah, he turned up in the second half. He was not there in the first he half. Was, yeah, he's that's, not that's the that's the thing with. Ma- I love Madison, but that's the thing with his performances. Like he's not in it for ninety minutes, and people gas it up. I don't love Madison. I, I, he's a <laughs> but I like him, and his culture, yeah, but he's culture. He's, like, de-
1: he's definitely got ability and and a good player, but I don't think he's the guy that everyone's gassing so, it. Right why is he Why, why is, is he, he not in the English
0: squad? Why is he playing ahead it's of Mount? Yeah, I feel Mount deserves it ahead of him. Like, I feel Mount, I don't think Mount's amazing, but I think Mount deserves it ahead of him. He scores goals, and I feel just his general performance over 90 minutes is slightly better. Actually, it's completely irrelevant, but one player feels not overrated, not underrated, sorry, but I don't see no reason why Will Hughes shouldn't be in that England squad, because he's been playing relatively well in a shit, in the, in the shit England squad. There's, I mean, on um, Watford side. You look at some of their midfielders, what can Will, Will really, Hughes can do that, Asti? Will Hughes can be there,
1: I would have said I, I've been looking. I, I used to watch Bill Hughes' career before we like, that them, them you know?
0: Derby days and then yeah. them and then school used to get him. Maybe if he said he's if, real if he
1: came into a top if he came into a quality Premier League side then maybe what he's been at what for a few seasons now and he has not proved himself into even a first team definite every week. Yeah, playing starting yeah, player yeah. So how can you Want him to play for? Nah team? man I think him For me Him Foden He's definitely a good player He's the
0: other one no, I no, might no, even no, start no, no. In... He's
1: not in the same category As Foden Yeah is yeah,
0: yeah, way... an exception He's the wonder kid He's way out there i would even be looking At Ward Prowse And that boy Sometimes phones, yeah, mm. my... Sometimes the phones Ring people But um What was I going to And finally I was just Going to touch on Just because we watch A bit of Spanish football To round this up quick On a quick thing Because we got football To be playing again We playing football Twice in a day Um Valverde, what do you think of Valverde? Because they lost yesterday. I didn't watch it, but they lost 2 0 to Granada. From an outside of looking in, they, Barcelona have a pretty poor season starting off, man. They've had injuries, Messi injured, they just haven't been good. And I personally feel Valverde is not the guy. I personally feel Valverde weren't there. Coutinho will be playing well. I, I think the same
1: thing that's happened to Real Madrid is the same thing that's happened to Barcelona. They're, they're, their teams, their squads are stale. And they've mm. got big players there that they don't know how to move on. Move on. Suarez probably the biggest one for me. Suarez, man. even even Messi, not not, uh, not, not not that Messi needs to. Whoa, I'm, not saying, I I'm, not, not saying, I'm not saying Messi needs to. I'm move on. 100k vision. <laughs> <visit, visit laughs> <this. laughs> not saying Messi needs to move
0: on or anything. But a contingency. But they don't planning, know how to. What 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 will Barcelona do after Messi They have to go and grab Neymar. They have to go and grab Neymar and end on endon Bile and they have to throw the bag. At and the, the thing, but they've had these players. Three. No, no. But for me, they have to get Neymar back and they have to bring Mbappe to that club as well. That's the. Only way because once Messi goes, alarm bells. They're struggling without him. Imagine Messi just not at Barca full stop. They peed. Like they've got, you look at Madrid to a degree, they've got ballers, but you look at Madrid, at least they've signed that Rodrago and that Vecinius Jr. And okay, I know you're not the biggest fan of Hazard, but Hazard, I don't really, I'm not really seeing what Barca have because the name of thing didn't bang, Katien didn't bang, Dombile's a baller, but they seem to one minute love him and hate him. Mm. They've got to be going for the side, maybe why, even why a did, is injured
1: at the moment why I, I think play? so.
0: I can't see. I don't why I think saying. his problem is just like, I don't think he's ready mentally for Barcelona. Because like, you know, you more or less got to give your life to football when you're at them teams yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah, I still, yeah, he's yeah. still a young man and them things there. But, yeah, man, do you think just to wrap it up, do you think they'll ready to boss out?
1: Yeah, I, I did not I even know he was
0: a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even no recognise him on No one like, even, <laughs> no even
1: concerned about Barcelona manager or oh, they are. But, yeah, yeah. It's the Messi-Messi show, so like... Messi picks the squad, <laughs>
0: Messi does it all. It's so true. It's <laughs> true. Whoever Messi wants the next manager, you're going to get in there. It. Probably be Xavi. Like, for me, I, see ja- I, I, see, I genuinely see Xavi going there Potentially, um, Alonso coming into the four at Madrid, and I see Arteta in a row not before too long. Like the actual good Spanish managers, not you know Emery and Valverde. Mm. But don't get me wrong, Emery is a good tactician, but for Arsenal, I just I love Emre, and but I'm slightly seeing he's not the guy. He's too pragmatic. He's just not got the Arsenal principles, and he's just not got the, the principles of a top four to six manager. that you got to be attacking. But who are the? But
1: the thing is, who are these managers that are going to come in next? Who are these managers hmm. that could take? Like
0: even Spurs. I don't do you know, know. Uh, I have no idea. Obviously we want established dons, but on the other hand, like it's we can't just sit here and say Legree. We don't know, but there's surely someone. Like someone some before we before you was Pep or you was Klopp or even Poch, someone had to give you a chance. Would so, you ever gamble on like an
1: Eddie Howe or something
0: no, like that? No, 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 If if we're going down that route, it's gotta be Nick Guzman and them sorting the guys there, not Eddie Howe man. No man I'd I'd rather go Brendan Rodgers Before Eddie Howe Right now man Eddie Howe's a good Gaffer And I don't even like Brendan Rodgers like that I think he's a good coach But as for I don't like how he Man manages people Like I feel At the top six clubs You've got to be able To do that Like Portrait patterns people Rogers, it seems to go either way. Like, obviously, he can manage the Maguires and them situations, but top, top players, and actual behaved top players, not Balotelli because, I mean, come on. You look at Dembele, you look at Sterling, you look at a couple other guys at Celtic, he just can't manage them. you
1: yeah, can say that, but Harry Redknapp did well for Spurs. He, he was not, like, a yeah, top, but he top can tell. Yeah, yeah but he's he a good people Spurs. person, though.
0: He's a good people, that's what yeah. people forget. He's a good people, he can get the best out of people. Um, Rogers can do that. Rogers is clearly a good coach, but I can see how people don't necessarily warm to him quickly. Mm. So, yeah, man. But for now, People, we've been here a well, while. We've got to keep it moving. Yeah, man. Uh, follow all my other socials and check out all my other content, man. I've got a lot of content coming. Big shout out to D for, for well, sparing his five, ten minutes, however long we've been here. Yeah, man, we got to keep it moving. So, people, DG, I'm out.